0: Hey, what is up, everybody? This is Britt, and I'm excited to shoot another episode today. Uh, In today's episode, I have another coach uh, with me to continue our weekly uh, series that we just started. Last week, if you tuned in, we had Coach Angelica uh, that joined the podcast, kind of gave her a summary of of her workout she coached, and then also uh, the workout she did as well. So this week, we have JC uh, joining me. What's up, JC? How are you doing?
1: Hello, hello. Going well.
0: Awesome. So JC uh is joining us today. And yeah, we're gonna continue the same theme. I think it's really cool just to dig in a little deeper of uh what's going on at NC Fit Iron Roots, what what's actually involved in the workouts, and then um also just coming directly from a coach that's um you know diving into this stuff day in, day out on the coaching side, but not not only that, but also on the training side. They're here doing the workouts. And have a uh, a ton of perspective to give uh our current members, even potential members that are looking at what's you know what's actually involved you know I didn't see fit iron roots and um what goes into these workouts so we'll jump right into it j c how was uh your week
1: It was a good week. I feel like it would there was a lot of great workouts this week. it all went well, so yeah it was good
0: awesome so how many how many workouts uh did you coach this week?
1: I had three um, this week. We had Monday evening and then Friday morning, and then I did coach on Saturday morning. Oh,
0: yeah, nice. Okay. Well, cool. So what's uh, some things that you took away uh, maybe from the the classes that you coached?
1: Yeah, so this week, coaching side, uh, we had Cupid Shuffle, which was a benchmark workout. A very, very tough workout is what it was. Um, We had, you know, burpees, and then you have power cleans going into that that workout, so max power cleans. Um, Coaching that class, you know, just kind of having our members have a goal to set to go through these minutes is is what I kind of told them, and seeing them just making sure that they were getting enough time to get in, you know, power cleans. Um, We also did like a complex workout that right before that, which was a clean deadlift, hang power clean, and power clean, which I think it is a lot of members' favorite is getting the power cleans in uh, We've seen a lot of strength within the past couple of weeks with our strength cycle, so it's been pretty good to see our members you know work their way up to um these weight cycles so um when we get into those power cl- or get into complexes or even just strength training, it's awesome to see our members come in and hit a goal that they're shooting for, especially because we do put those in WitFi. And they keep track of every cycle that they do, um, so yeah, doing that complex was something that was fun to see. Yeah, and get through that.
0: Yeah, and what I really liked about the complex is uh is the hang power clean, but it the hang power clean, but it's specified to actually go below the knee, which you know I want to say that's the first time we've ever done that, and so it does. Yeah. It, I think it does challenge you um, with not only your grip obviously, but the positioning to be not at the starting position but not mm-hmm. at the high position. Yes. Um so I th- yeah. I, th- I thought you had to really engage your lats to really pull from that lower position um and I actually did that workout on Monday and it was tough like it was it was pretty rough. It the workout goes on for 14 minutes where you're trying to do burpees and then plus max power cleans and I remember hitting like 7 or 8 uh, the, the minute seven or eight and having mm-hmm. to start scale back because I wouldn't have any time to, to get on the power clean.
1: Yeah, but uh, it was still a good combo there if you looked at it. So the, you know, that clean deadlift and then you had that power clean with that below the knee. It was mainly just trying to break down that power clean so that you knew that you were using, you know, that deadlift first and not getting that pull too early. So I really liked that complex. It allowed you to not be um, too quick and being patient with that the hang yeah. above the, you know, below that knee. So then whenever you do to go into the full power clean, you were using, you know, full body legs, then arms, and then those quick elbows. So um, that was a really good complex. And it really got you prepared for the workout of that Cupid Shuffle of Burpees and Max Power Cleans because the weight was heavier. And so uh, when they went in to get that that heavier weight, it was going to already prime them and be ready for Um, those power cleans to go as many as they could Mm -hmm. but yes like you said the burpees were probably the most challenging part of it so if you could control that heart rate and kind of get through each burpee without speeding up too fast and then going through your power cleans maybe just getting one to three, three reps in there was a good game plan so on this one you definitely had to shoot for um a goal or that you know have that plan and if you only got to so many burpees within that time frame, hey, just, that's fine. Keep it the way it is. And you just try to get your power cleans and keep that same cycle throughout that workout. So this one was definitely, a, that was mentally tough. So you're like, I can't even get enough power cleans. I mean, my, um, burpees in, but that's okay if you can't. You shoot that goal, you're probably going to see this benchmark again so you know what to tackle after for the next one.
0: Right. So Yeah, and that was called Cupid Shuffle because that was on Valentine's Day. So that. yes. <laughs>
1: <but> <laughs> and we, yeah, we had a lot of, People come at least come in, you know, that they were thinking, okay, this that's what I told them. I was like, you're here on Valentine's Day. That's pretty good. This is your love. Right. And that's what they told me. Like, Yes, this is my love here. This barbell is my love. So I'm going to be here.
0: There you go. So that was nice. Yeah. And uh, and usually and I'll just touch on this real quick on the workouts. It's very common that you'll see the movement in the strength portion that you'll carry it over to the workout. And so I like how you mentioned that that you really get primed there to work more on technique and obviously building up that weight. And then mm-hmm. when you get in the workout, you should be primed and ready to go um, for that movement or if there's any scaling you have to do that you already know that you're not trying to figure that out yes. right before the workout. So I really like that portion. So that was uh, your Monday workout, and it looks like that was a, that was an effort workout. Um, yes. So. Which, so it was uh, pretty, pretty challenging. And then what other workouts did you coach this week?
1: Um, so I did – Friday morning, we saw deadlifts, which was another strength cycle, you know, that we've been seeing throughout the weeks, um, deadlift. And then you did have the deadlifts again in the workout, but seeing, you know, our strength, anytime I have the strength cycle in my coaching, I get totally fired up. And I don't know, uh, some of the members here kind of look at me and they're like, Hey, why are you yelling at me? And I'm going to kind of pinpoint Alyssa because, you know, <laughs> I had her in one of my classes, she was doing thrusters and I know her capability, and so whenever, you know, I'm dialing in, I'm checking in on her, making sure that she's hitting her, uh, the form, hitting her movement. And, yeah, when I see her go for a heavy lift, I'm there yelling right beside her, and she kind of looked at me, and she was like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> and I told her, I said, it's totally not like that. I was like, I get way too fired up because I know that you can do this. You're capable of it. And so if you ever see me on those strength cycle days, I do get a little too intense, but, hey – I'm just trying to make you better, okay?
0: And so one other thing that you'll notice if J.C. is coaching is I think the the, uh, the heavy metal comes out on the playlist. <laughs> this is that's true. The, that's one thing I've noticed. I try
1: not to scare the members, so I'll dial it back a little bit. Uh, but if it's me doing that, that strength cycle, I'm going to want some rock so on there. So that gets
0: you in the zone. Yes. The, the rock, sure. the heavy rock yes. slash metal. Yes. Yeah.
1: The yelling, yeah, yeah. sorry,
0: <laughs> screaming, hey, whatever, whatever gets you, whatever gets yeah. you primed there, ready to go, right? Everybody
1: has their own um, type of music that they'd rather listen to when they're trying to hit those
0: PRs, right? So, well, it's like I say, I, I can't come in and listen to Texas country when I'm trying to move some weight. That's just me, me personally. I love
1: Texas country, and I could probably do that, but <laughs> yeah, I get it. Not everybody's on that same level of. Especially if you're trying to get moving, yeah, Texas yeah. country is not going to get you going. Okay, I'm not
0: hating on it. I, <laughs> I I don't mind hanging out, you know, on a patio or something this and, is true. Yeah. you know, doing that. But no, I th- I always find it uh, that I know you, you love the rock music gets you pumped up. So yeah. on Friday, that was an NCX workout. And like you mentioned, we are currently in a strength cycle, which was mm-hmm. week seven of nine. I know there's two more weeks. Um, and I actually did that workout, too, that morning. Um, and... You know, I I try to push myself, but I, what I like about um when you go through and when you're coaching too, is really breaking down where you want to be. Like even on this strength, you were doing a two heavy rep, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't have be, it shouldn't be like your two rep max.
1: Right. And I
0: know we're still building up to that, and and uh, I, I I do think that when you have that approach, that you don't necessarily have to try and kill yourself to no to move yeah. some weight, but at least it gives you some. It, it challenges you to go a little heavier, but knowing that I should be able to do more than two reps, but I'm trying to go a little heavier today,
1: that's true, yeah, just trying to hit the weight, even if you are just a little bit above the week before that's kind of what you're trying to shoot for, and just to kind of grow from there, but you know there's some days that you know we come in and we think we're gonna have a good lift and some it's just not your day and that that's gonna happen. It just depends on what you've done during the week right before that, so yeah if you come in and you don't hit that lift that you thought. Definitely don't get discouraged. There's a new week coming, and so you just hit it the next week. You know, um, you'll have a game plan for the next time. And to me, mentally, if I can prepare myself, if I know there's a deadlift day or a, a strength cycle day, I'll kind of look, hey, where was I at la- the last time? What is mm-hmm. my my PR? Where do, what how, what weight should I go up on adding weight? Yeah. So just to kind of be mentally prepared, I think is huge yeah. so you can't just kind of come in and just throw on weights and think oh I'm going to hit the weight yeah. uh, that I above from what I did last week when you don't really know where you're at
0: right as you're
1: increasing so
0: yeah and I, I think that's why it's super important especially on the lifts to to keep track of that and yes. not necessarily that you're you're trying to have like you have to lift more weight every yeah. time yeah but the thing is too though if if you are training consistently that you don't ever want to see a big drop off. And then if you do, right. like what what's causing that? Am I training enough? You know, am I challenging myself with the workout weights? Like mm-hmm. at least you can know where you are, just tracking your progress. I think any time we track anything is is how you get better. Right. So, um I like I like how you put that out that you actually you're you're starting to mentally prep even before um, you know, approaching any of the lifts. So Yeah. Um, as far as that workout, was there anything that you noticed? Um, I think there was only a few of us that morning, mm-hmm. um, but, the you know, that workout was uh, deadlifts, pull-ups, and wall balls. Was there anything that you noticed uh, from that workout in general, maybe the combination of movements or um, anything you saw that, you know, I guess yeah. other people could work on I or did, struggled yeah. with? <laughs>
1: so it was five rounds per time, and you had reps of five deadlifts, 15 pull-ups, and then you had 15 wall balls. So we knew that the grip was going to go. You know, you have a grip on the deadlift and you have grip on pull-ups. So even going in, if you know you don't have pull-ups, just know your scaling options. You know, you have some ring rows. You can do some jumping pull-ups, even banded pull-ups. Not everybody is at that pull-up movement there. So if you have to change it up, just know that during these workouts, there's all kinds of scaled movements that we can do, modifications to get you um, still moving through and not having to do the exact Movement that it's asking for. So, on that one, yeah, we did some of them kind of were going on ring rows just to kind of, they knew that the grip wasn't there and it was going to take them a lot longer. So, mm-hmm. having those options beforehand is key. That way, you know, hey, I start this first round and I didn't even get the 15 pull ups. So, then just go straight on to your modification. That way, you can keep moving and get through this workout and move well. You know, that's the main thing that I always tell people. Just make sure that you're moving. It doesn't matter if you have to go to a modification, you're still working on that movement the same exact way you would be on that pull-up. You're still yeah. working that upper back and those shoulders. So don't ever see it as if I have to scale myself back, that you're setting yourself back. Um, yeah, that's or,
0: a negative thing, right? It's
1: ne- definitely not, yeah, you're still gonna work that movement. Same thing with push-ups, you know, I tell them, if you have to go through knee push-ups, I, to me, I feel like those are 10 times harder than regular push-ups yeah. because you are using all upper body. Yeah. So definitely don't see movements like that if you do have to modify them right this was definitely one that you were going to have to use
0: yeah and I think also you know we think that if we do more weight that it's automatically better but a lot of times you know you kind of miss the stimulus of the workout if you're supposed to be like you said moving well Mm -hmm. and maybe being efficient compared I'm gonna go a little heavier today but then it took me you know so much longer to finish the workout and you didn't push yourself Right. Um as far as like your breathing, your heart rate, things like that, so um, and even this workout when i did it, I did have to scale the pull ups down and stay in that time domain um it called for fifteen, I only did ten, and then I would do five ring rows, mm-hmm. but I already knew for me personally and and like you said it's it's perfectly fine to to scale where you need to um but I knew like if I was doing fifteen it it was gonna take me a long time to finish this right. workout, yeah, and so um so you coached Friday and then you coached on Saturday as well, right? And I, I actually missed this workout, so let us know how how that one went.
1: Yeah, so we had Saturday morning, um we saw bench press, heavy bench press of 5 reps, which is something we don't normally see um throughout the week, so it was kind of nice to get them out there get on the bench and you know, work those arms and shoulders. So um that one was definitely One, to kind of make sure that you don't go too heavy. We don't really see this all the time. So just kind of gauge it on where you're at. You know, if you haven't been here and um, done bench press, then just getting through the five reps, kind of testing it out and seeing where you were um, with that bench press. So we had quite a few of them. I think we did have someone hit a PR, so that was nice. But just getting comfortable with the movement is always Mm -hmm. good, too. So you haven't seen it, let's go ahead and just hit those points of performance, making sure that you are doing that movement right and using the correct muscles. Um, After the strength cycle, we had an AMRAP. We had some dumbbell suitcase lunges, burpees, push-ups, and sit-ups. So on these lunges, you had nine is what it shows. And so that can kind of get a little tough if you see, hey, there's just nine. But it was stating your left and your right leg was one movement. So you were doing a total of 18 lunges with that suitcase, with those dumbbells right out beside you.
0: Yeah, that makes it so much different. It
1: does. So on that one, it was definitely just getting, you know, those glutes working and getting through that. And the burpees, you thought was going to be your challenge, which it wasn't. It was more of the push-ups. Yeah. Just because you're already doing a pushing movement with that burpee, and then you go right into push-ups again. Mm -hmm. So um, push-ups was definitely something that you needed to um, break up into sets. So if you could do that early on, that was perfect to get through that movement. Um, even if you had to go down, like I had mentioned earlier with the knee push-ups, that was one of the options that maybe starting there and just working on that upper body was um, good to to work on.
0: Yeah, I mean, because you had the bench and then the burpees and the push-ups, so I could see how that added yeah. up <laughs> really fast.
1: Especially if you went heavy on the bench, then you were going to definitely already be fatigued for those push-ups. Yeah. So that one was the challenge, I think, that, threw off a lot of people. They didn't think that the push-ups were going to get them. Yeah. But it definitely was one of those that, that challenged you. And you had to hit your, your sets in between just to make sure that you were going to get all of those push-ups in. And AMRAPs are different, you know, as many rounds as possible. So you're looking at going through the cycle continuously until mm-hmm. the 16 minutes are up. And I think on here we had three and a half to four rounds is what you were shooting for. So if you went way too fast in the beginning, then you were going to definitely be gassed out. Or the full time frame that yeah. was
0: there. Oh yeah, and and I noticed that it was an effort workout, and a big mm-hmm. part of the effort style workouts is that you do pick a pace from the start that you mm-hmm. can manage to the end. So you don't want to go too fast um, or too slow. You want you know you want to move efficiently, but with the effort. And then 16 minutes—that's that's a, it's long, a time. long time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's like you kind of have to gauge it out and kind of figure out okay what my pace should be on. And usually it helps to go that first round see where your time was at, and kind of keep it in that. Maybe 15, 30 seconds, a little extra added to that Mm -hmm. because your first round does tend to go fast because you're fresh out the gate, you feel good, but sometimes it ends up like your later rounds will get a little bit longer. By the last one, you've kind of gone, um, stretched it a little bit more than that first round. So if you can just kind of keep it consistent throughout the 16 minutes, that's what's going to help you get that effort style workout. So anytime you see those, just know that's more of a paced style not to go into that full-on sprint
0: because
1: you'll be hurting the last five
0: minutes of that workout. Yeah, where you're, like, resting more than what you're working.
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially with burpees. Everyone knows with burpees, if you can control that breathing, that's going to definitely help you throughout the entire um, reps that you're going through so that if you can just breathe in, breathe out, control that, then you can get through the rest of the movements with um, a good breathing cycle. Mm
0: -hmm. Cool, cool. So uh, that was uh, your three workouts um, that you coach for the week. Coaching. Now, as far as like your personal um, training that you did this week, what was some? Uh, so, what were some of the workouts you hit? Maybe some of the movements you really enjoyed. Some of the things that you are working on.
1: Yeah, so this week um, I did a lot more morning workouts. So I was with um, Angelica and Jessica this week, and um, one of my favorites that came out was actually on Thursday, which was Skull Island. It was another benchmark workout. We did see, um, we saw muscle-ups on this workout. So, you know, not everybody is at that muscle-up stage, and I'm definitely not there either. But to have, you know, a movement that you can work on, and I used this one, it was only three reps, I used this one and did, you know, ring ring muscle-ups. And so that helped me get through that, that workout And I liked it because I could at least still use the movement, even though it wasn't the full muscle-up, I was still able to kind of get a piece of that to understand that stimulus of the workout. Mm-hmm. So this workout was 10 rounds per time. It, there were a lot of rounds in it. We had three deadlifts, three of those ring muscle-ups, three hang squat cleans with the dumbbells, and then you had some strict handstand push-ups. So if you look there, there's, you know, you got lots of shoulders going on. You also had that squat with some legs. So it was kind of full body Mm -hmm. going on there. And I really did like that one because it just made me, you know, you're just trying to slowly chip away at each round that Mm -hmm. you go through. Um, The reps were just right because three deadlifts at a heavier weight, it was like, okay, you can get through these three, kind of rest, and then get on to your your ring muscle-ups, which was that was my challenge part with the ring muscle-ups trying to challenge myself to go use that band and get through the three, which was perfect again. And then we had five of those dumbbell hang squat cleans. Now that's where the challenge was. We The grip got really tough because mm-hmm. you were gripping on the deadlift, you were gripping for the ring muscle-ups, and then you still had to go and get some hang squat cleans with the dumbbell. So I, that, that kind of threw me off. I didn't think that the hang squat cleans were going to get tough, but it, it did. For 10 rounds, it was definitely, I think, by the fifth one um, – I was definitely feeling that grip on those strict hand pu- handstand pushups. We don't normally see those a lot where it's just the strict movement. You can kind of get some kips in there. But this definitely challenged you to get your, you know, make sure you had that straight body and that mm-hmm. you were going down, controlling yourself and getting that good push out from there. So I that was the one that I really did enjoy this week was seeing um, school island.
0: Yeah. And so how many workouts did you actually do um, this week?
1: Ooh, let's see. I did five. Yeah, five workouts. Cause even though I did have some coaching days that I was in there, I did do some before the workout or after, so I did get those in.
0: Yeah. So five and days. And so away. how how many days do you train typically every week?
1: Probably around that time. I'm
0: like five or five six to six yeah. on here
1: most of the entire week getting a, a workout in. Yeah, whether it's in the morning or it's in the afternoon, I definitely make sure to make the time to come in, and and get these workouts in. Especially now is like a really good time if you are looking for those strength cycles, so that you can keep track of it. You don't want to come later on and figure out, oh well, I have nothing in, in there to work up to. Right, kind of yeah. thing. So,
0: yeah, and so I'm curious because with you working out that many days a week, how uh how does your body feel like recovery wise? And I know you've been doing this style of fitness for a while, but Mm -hmm. um, for somebody that, you know, might be like, oh, wow, I I can't work out that many times during a week. Like, how do you approach it? Like, how does your body recover? And what's some pointers maybe you can give somebody to kind of, if if somebody is interested or they want to get to that point where Mm -hmm. they're training either every day or, or, you know, majority of the week.
1: Right. So, well, I know a lot of people see me out Stretching all the time, so that's kind of my thing. I make sure to get moving, get stretching, even outside of like just the gym at home. I'm constantly stretching just to get my muscles moving and stretched out. Um, but of course, like I had said, when you come in, you have to choose the days and the movements that you know that you can do. So, you might have to modify some of these workouts, and sometimes you'll see the same movement in the same week. So, say you did pull ups one day and you did went uh, full on pull ups. Then if you see it again throughout the week, change it up. You know, we have those modifications up there. So just if you have to go into more of jumping or using that band, that's definitely a movement that or something that you want to scale yourself back and give your your muscles that recovery time. Mm -hmm. So don't push it to make yourself, oh, well, the pull-ups are on there. I have to do pull-ups. It's definitely not. Just because it's listed out on there does not mean that you can't scale it back and modify, especially if you're so sore from something. They're, you know, kind of like lunges. I know there were lunges twice within the week. So that would be something that instead of doing lunges on Saturday, if you did them Friday, go ahead and go through like air squats. Mm-hmm. You know, there's another modification. There's always a modification for anything. So yeah, it's just knowing your body.
0: Yep. And I think also with us running these two programs, NCX and NC MedCon, you'll, depending on if you, if you hit a class like NCX and then hit one at NC MedCon or vice versa, mm-hmm. there are going to be some carryover um because they're two separate programs, but like you said, there's always some modifications that you can do um to still uh get through the workout, like even the handstand push ups you were mentioning that are strict mm-hmm. which I know are very difficult, but I know and its it shows it in here on the workout itself that couple options here are some pike push ups um or dumbbells or yeah dumbbell strict press, which I really like, yeah. so at least you're still able to do something continue moving um and and really you're gonna be working very the the same muscles it's gonna be very yeah. similar. So just a different option there.
1: Yeah. Like your body will tell you that, you know, today is not the day. And (laughs) so you've got to listen to it. Definitely make sure you listen to your body and and scale it back. Nobody's gonna judge you for you, you know, coming in multiple times a week and having to scale back a movement. So yeah, just you have to just pay attention to those kind of things. And, you know, our main thing is safety. You know, that's my main priority. You'll kinda see me go around and really critiquing some of our members and it's not to like be nitpicky or pinpoint things. I just want you to move efficiently and move with, you know, move safe. Mm -hmm. And so if I do ever come up to you and kind of just making sure that you are moving well, it's not to pick on you. I just want to make sure that we have you here and that you can still continue to do these workouts and um, do all the movements and move right.
0: Yeah. And then like you mentioned, I think consistency obviously outweighs, you know, trying to push yourself over that threshold. Like oh, yeah, if you know sure. you're going to push yourself and it, there's a chance of you either recovery or you actually end up tweaking something, yeah. it never outweighs the benefit of being consistent. No, and you'll, I've, def- I've, you'll I've be learned, out a lot
1: longer. I've than... learned
0: the hard way. So. Yeah. But, yeah, and, and so you, you you hit six workouts. And so for you, just stretching is is a big part of your kind of your weekly… Uh, stretching,
1: yeah. Drinking your water, of course. And yeah. yeah, just… And watching the movement, you know, just being careful with the movements that you're trying to push yourself on.
0: What about, what would you say about, like, rest? Because you come at 530 in the morning Mm -hmm. consistently. Yeah. So uh, it's very early. It is. What's your schedule like the day before, and and how do you stay motivated to wake up that early to come work out?
1: I'm not going to lie. It is tough. Especially the day before, you know, say Monday. I've coached both classes, and I'm here until 8 o'clock, maybe a little bit later get home and you got to get you know your dinner and then you got to get to bed and get ready for the morning cuz so you know that's a tight little uh, time frame there um but I think my main thing is the second I go in and click reserve on on Spotify then I'm pretty committed you know you're going to get up you've got to get up and um sometimes that time frame too between your evening and the morning doesn't give me enough time to feel to have the soreness set in, so I think it's good that you move <laughs> yeah. before you actually feel sore. Yeah. And so and maybe that's what gets me going to um, do a lot more classes too, is because I'm kind of working out those movements without feeling sore. Because I know sometimes if you go too long, then yeah, the soreness sets in, and you're like, oh, I really don't want to go the next mm-hmm. day. But um, I think. The main thing to keep me motivated is, is sometimes looking at the workouts. I'm like, ooh, I really want to do that yeah. workout. And so that keeps me going. But, yeah, this is my addiction. So that's it doesn't make it too hard <laughs> to get in here and get moving. So. so
0: I know you like working out, but do you really enjoy working out in the morning? Or is it more based on your schedule that that's the best time for you to come in?
1: You know, it's, sometimes it is the schedule, but then – as you kind of move through in the mornings, you feel so much better. I don't know what it is about the mornings. Maybe I'm not fully awake yet and know what's going on. But for sure, the mornings seem a lot better. And I don't know because I do have a desk job. And so mm-hmm. I think sitting down all day long and then when you come in and have to make your body move, yeah. that it just doesn't move the way you want it to, the way it does in the morning. Once you're like fully rested, you wake up and you're ready to tackle that workout rather than you're kind of, you know, you're a little tired from your work day. And then you still have to come and get that workout in. So I think the morning seems to be my favorite.
0: Yeah. And I I agree with you 100%. And it, it's as long as you plan the night before, like, you can't go to sleep at 2 in the morning and then come oh, work yeah. out at 530 and expect, like, you're going to love it. It's going to be terrible. Yes. <laughs> so, but if, like, for me, I've been really ch- challenging myself if if I'm planning on working out in the morning because I, I want to be in bed. Like, I don't necessarily have to be asleep, but I want to be in bed by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then I know usually 30 minutes is usually about time where I can fall asleep. But, like, for me, as long as I get rest and I get here in the morning, like, I feel great the next day. And your workout's over with. And like you said, you're just more, at least for me, I'm just way more fresh in the Mm -hmm. morning than, you know, going throughout a full day and then having to come in the afternoon. And then now you're, you're trying to kind of get that second wind to right put in the effort uh you know to make your workout effective so
1: and i've always said the hardest part is literally getting out of bed yeah that's as once you get up and get out of bed then you're you're good to go the rest of the time you yeah. get here and then you get your workout going so once you can just get physically get out then it's so much easier and it will be hard in the first week or two mm-hmm. but get past that week or two and then it just becomes a routine and you get it yeah it becomes normal to you so
0: yeah and what I love, too, is that, okay, getting up, it's a challenge that that early. Mm-hmm. But once you show up here, like, you don't have to think about anything you're doing. Like, no. everything's laid out. Yeah, and then that's just, true. You know, the coach is there, like, hey, this is what we're working on. This is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, And you just do it. Like, you don't have to come in and, like, well, what workout am I going to do? Like, what did I do the day before? Yes. And so I think that really helps, too, is that just – just mentally, all you do is show up and then just get through the workout and
1: then even having the stimulus like what you're shooting mm-hmm. for it helps a lot too that you're not just working out just to work out like you're working out for something, you're working yeah. towards something during that one workout, and yes, that's how I feel sometimes when I do come in it's there's some workouts that are gonna be harder than other ones, yeah and it's definitely just mental that I feel like all of these workouts you just once you get past talk, I talk to myself the entire workout. So, um, you'll probably see that and like kind of breathing and finding where I need to be. So yeah, as long as you can talk to yourself and get through these workouts, it becomes easier as you get on. Cause I know some of the ones that don't, that aren't here very often or kind of new, it's a little bit of a challenge, but once you get used to that and working out and knowing your body, then it becomes easier as you go And it. I say easier, but then you're also going to challenge yourself a little more. And then when you look back, you're like, whoa, like I started out with where I could barely even get through a 10 minute workout and now I'm getting through a 20 minute workout. You know, that's a challenge mm-hmm. in itself, especially starting out when you.
0: Yeah. And like you said, maybe it doesn't get easier, but I feel like it's a lot more manageable mm-hmm. and you understand where your body's at, but you're also still pushing in every workout. I mean, it, I feel like even for me, and I know you've been doing this a long time too, mm-hmm. but Every workout's like tough it, yeah, it, and it should be challenging because if it's not, then it's really not you know going to be doing much for your body,
1: right yeah um
0: and not saying that you have to beat yourself up every no, time, yeah. but you know you are going to have some of those challenges of just you know working out it you know for some people, it's not that fun, i mean for me i I kind of enjoy it, not all of them but most of yeah, them' like. Yeah, uh, especially when they're over. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> what was the best part? <laughs> we always ask people, "What was the best part of this workout?" Uh, the rest. The rest. The one the clock yeah. beeped and it was
0: over. But no,
1: yeah. not during the workout. You you do kind of just have to talk to yourself and you work it out within yourself. And that's why a lot of people I think they kind of see other people moving differently. And that's stuff, def- you don't want to. The workouts are a challenge within yourself, Mm -hmm. not with other people. So whatever's going on around you, I tell them, don't worry about that. You worry about yourself and what you're doing in this workout and uh, just try to beat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to keep up with anybody else because that's going to – you're already kind of setting yourself up to go too fast during a workout. You just kind of move with what your body's telling you and how to move and you'll get through these workouts with, you know,
0: no problems. Right. Because everyone's in – different levels in their fitness journey or even that day, like you said, if, Mm -hmm. if you're coming in and maybe you're real sore and you're having to do some, some stuff a little differently or
1: yeah, you're not going to move the same as a typical week. If you're not so sore or hit a different type of workout.
0: Yep. Well, cool. So, uh, uh, three fun classes you coached and then Mm -hmm. seems like you got all your, your training days in, um, what's some stuff you're looking forward to this, this coming week?
1: Let's see. Um, I guess we still continue the strength cycle, but I think we're deloading, so we're not going to be going as heavy. Mm-hmm. So that'll be kind of a good little break in between right before we hit, you know, the heavier sets. Yeah. So that'll be fun to kind of – this is a week that we're just going to kind of coast by and get through. Um, I'm sure we have a lot of fun workouts coming up. I know our um, Open is coming up, so that's one of the things that we're going to be hitting. Um on friday on friday right are we doing friday yeah okay so um i'm pretty sure some of us are gonna kind of have to gauge on what how hard we go and what we do because we do have you know that challenging workout that's coming up so yeah i think that's what i'm looking forward to is kind of seeing what's yeah what's in it for the workout and
0: it's kind of go time you know where where you're not necessarily really prepping anymore i think now you're just um, keeping the consistency yeah. to when it arrives and right. trying so to put your best foot forward. This week
1: will be good to kind of, you know, this isn't the week to go out and try to lift heavy or get so many um, rounds in a workout. I think this week is just to move and making sure that you are coming into the workouts. That way you can be primed and ready for that open workout and it's not going to hit you all at once. Like, right. oh, no, but yeah yeah, just definitely getting in and getting to see everyone. That is my favorite time is – You know, that one hour that I get with my members is um, I I enjoy that. That's like my day Mm -hmm. Um, just to be able to to talk with them and work throughout the workout with them. And um, so I really enjoy seeing everybody come in.
0: Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, good deal. I think um, I think we covered everything. Did you have anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I think we're all I think we got it all. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, like JC said the opens right around the corner so uh it's three workouts they'll be uh every friday when it starts on the 25th to start this mm-hmm, week right mm-hmm. yeah this so it's already it's already here so uh we'll be kicking that off um it should be a great time and a, a good test of your fitness but also i just love the community aspect of it and the social side of it where mm-hmm. we can call, all meet up and you know, it's friendly competition, but it's it's also just seeing, you know, where you're at and your fitness level. Uh, so that's coming up this week. And then, yeah, next week we'll continue on. Uh, we might sprinkle in some other podcasts as well just to cover some of the open. I think it's going to be fun, mm-hmm. um, you know, either members and or coaches uh, just to get their take on kind of this uh, time coming up uh, on the workouts. So um, that'll do it for this episode. JC, I really appreciate you coming on and spending Some time with us today.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: And uh, we will talk to you on the next one. All All right. Thanks.